Hi guys, my name is Dolly Duba and welcome to the second episode of Something Light. The first episode actually was a YouTube video with a friend of mine, Marco Sini. So if you want to check that out, you can just head to YouTube, type in um, Something Light episode 1, God's Love in a Painful World. So I don't want to waste any time. As you can see from the title, today I'm going to be sharing my testimony. I do know that um, most people probably know me from TikTok, some Instagram, you know, but no one really knows the in-depth full story of how I became this person that I am today. You know, a person that just shares their faith about God and Jesus Christ openly on a public platform, you know. So... Let's start when I was a child, you know, early childhood, right? This is about four or five years old, really. I've always known God. Um, I've always been a Christian, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I thought that I didn't really have a testimony, you know, because it's like, okay, God, I've known you my whole life. I've been a Christian my whole life. So do I really have a testimony? And if I do, does it really matter? You know, so God can convicted me about that before I really get into everything. I just want to explain this part. God really convicted me about me thinking that I don't have um, a testimony because it's like if you think that you don't have a testimony that matters, you're almost downplaying the work that he's done within you yes you've never been an atheist or used to do you know really 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 tragic things um not that sin is comparable but you know what i'm saying (laughs) so just because you've known him your whole life and you've been a christian your whole life doesn't um invalidate the work that he has done in you and the work that he is still doing in you so again back to um early childhood right um basically how i viewed god is you know he's this big man up in the sky he lives up in the sky he has a big big house and (laughs) he he's the kind of person that you just pray pray to like if you want something or whatever you know and there wasn't really much interaction between me and him um to be honest i i just saw him as someone that you can just go to if you want things you know and i knew the difference between what's right and what's wrong so what's wrong is from the devil and what's good is from god you know (laughs) like that basic understanding that you know children have about um god and good and evil right so i used to go to a church every sunday i I don't really know exactly what denomination was but yeah i just go there every sunday with my mother right i was raised by a single mother and she'd leave me at like sunday school obviously the the children's section right and i did not like it i yo 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 like i did not like it at all i found it very boring like every time I had to go to church. I'd literally just, you know, like groan, bro, because it's like, ah, not this again, you know? <laughs> so the reason why I didn't like it is because like everything was everywhere at the same time. There were children crying. There were children screaming. Some are running around. And the Sunday school teacher is trying to talk over all of that. And it's like, I can't concentrate, you know? So it was very ineffective. And that's why I didn't like it to a point where I was willing to bank church. So there was a day where I lied. I was like, you know what? Enough is enough, bro. I don't want to go to this church. (laughs) So I decided to lie, right? 
and i i told my mother that i'm not gonna go to church today i'm just gonna chill at home with my brother so my brother wasn't really a religious person he also believed in god but he was not really you know churchy or whatever and my mother respected that right but because i was younger she sort of like decided for me (laughs) you know so um i decided to tell her that i'm gonna stay at home on that particular sunday with my brother and she was okay with that she was like oh okay cool knowing very well that i was not about to stay at home you know i'm about seven eight years old and in the area where i live there was this multi-purpose park that had just opened not just any park bro multi-purpose meaning that there is umzwinki uh, round. there's everything brah there's everything there, you know so i was like hey brah like this this is the move of the day because that's what my friends had told me like the previous day like let's go to this park right okay fine my mother leaves for church and then I decide to like wait and then um, I went with my friends to this park and I don't regret it. Well, I didn't regret it at the time. <laughs> I had the best time because like it was, yeah, the park really exceeded my expectations. And I know I it seems like I'm talking really highly about just a park, you know, it's just a park. But when you're like seven, eight years old, a multi-purpose park is a literal like it's a mini heaven you know so i was really happy about it you know but um my mother for some reason i i don't know what she forgot but she forgot something at home and she had to go back you know she had to go back home so yeah when she gets there she's like how and then where, where's your sister where's um where's where's um right so i go home you know and i just had the best time of my life my mother's not home you know i had this in the bag bro i had this scam in the bag i get i get home my mother's furious bro she's like where have you been yo she started shouting at me like you're mad bro i don't remember if she hit me or not i don't remember because it was all a blur to be honest honest, you know but yeah like oh she was really really mad but the reason why i'm saying this is because like that's that's how i didn't like the church to a point where i was willing to actually lie for me to go there right for me to not go there so um bunolo then is a friend of mine right uh we used to play with each other this is about nine years old right um we used to play with each other we were basically like best friends if i can say that um and yeah we were really close i was really close with her family as well and they were like my family in a sense let me say that they were like my family as well right so one sunday i mean one day i mean not one sunday one day her mother decides to invite me to um church right their church the seventh day adventist church so basically they go to church on saturday you know so that was very different for for me i wasn't really used to that you know and it's probably something that's not common to many people because most people go to church on sunday but yeah this one is on saturday and i was like oh okay cool um i then go 
there on the first Saturday. And um, it was nerve-wracking, you know, because from a really, really young age, like for as long as I can remember, I have had social anxiety. So I don't really like claiming it, you know, because that's not my inheritance as a child of God. But, um, hey, man, it's real. You know, it's a real experience. So I had a social anxiety and that's why it was very uncomfortable for, for me, especially like when I went there for the first time and nothing really, I, I feel like I wasn't able to experience it fully and grasp, you know, what this church really is about because I was really in my head because of the anxiety and I was just really concerned about, you know, how people were perceiving me, how my peers were perceiving me at the time, you know. So um, I go there a couple a couple of more times but the more and more I go there the more it's starting to make sense to me and clicking to me and you know I start finding my feet there however the social anxiety is still you know prevalent because it took me about like three years for for anyone who knows like (laughs) they know bro like it took me a really really long time you know um like I said, three years, which sounds crazy, but amen, you know, like fear, fear is really crippling, you know, and I was just really scared to speak, you know, so that's why it took me such a long time to actually start talking, you know, with these people that I was around, you know, but anyway, um, after that, you know, I was just, I was just a Seventh-day Adventist. I identified as a Seventh-day Adventist, let me say that, at that point. Because, you know, I'm I'm going to church every single Saturday. I've stopped eating pork. I've stopped um, wearing jewelry, earrings, rings, you know, the works. I've, I've stopped doing all of that and I observe the Sabbath. So basically, I'm, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, right? And I carry on doing that up until my late teenage years, about 18. There, yeah, about 18, right? So at 19, this is 2020, not me revealing my age. But anyway, <laughs> 2020, um, 19, and I move out from home and I go to rest because that was my you know my first year at university so I go there and I'm very lonely like I was very very lonely and I didn't like I I, I didn't know anyone there you know the only person that I knew was my brother's girlfriend at the time but you know she had her stuff going on as well so most of the time she was busy and we wouldn't really see each other that much but yeah I was really lonely but at that point I was um I was a lukewarm Christian because even though I I would like pray sometimes like here and there I wouldn't really like involve God in any aspect or most aspects of my life let me say that and even with the prayer bro it was really habitual you know i i I didn't really grasp like the full um purpose for prayer and what it is i was just doing it because oh i'm a christian and this is the kind of stuff that we do so let me do it as well in terms of scripture um i didn't really understand the bible i'm not even gonna lie 
every time I tried reading the Bible, I felt like I was running into a brick wall. And that's why I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is not for me. This is not for me. Let me just pray and call it a day, you know? So, yeah, that's the kind of life I was living. And um, oddly enough, as much as I wasn't really active in terms of those aspects, I had this urge to get closer to God. I don't know where it came from, you know, but it was always there. You know, that like that tug that you always have, like, I, I need to get closer to God. I need to get closer to God. But the thing is, you don't know where to start. But then I decided to sit down with myself, you know, and ask myself, okay, like, if I want to get closer to God, there is a like a protocol that I have to follow, obviously. So I started reflecting like on the things that I do and the kind of person that I am like am I doing things that are pleasing to him you know and if not how can I change that so the area that really really stood out was the kind of music that I listen to circular music right so music was definitely an idol for me because I loved it so much I feel like we all have that one thing that we just excessively love whether it be dance whether it be painting photography film like whatever it may be you know when you're doing that thing you just feel like you're right where you're supposed to be not me making this poetic but (laughs) music was that for me you know so I decided to try to attempt to let go of it and it was not easy bro because I used to listen to everything you know I that like that's how open-minded I was to every genre and when I say every genre I mean every genre from my scandi to hip-hop to alternative rock to neo-soul to guaito to house to like everything you know so then I delete the music and yeah i just decided to start listening to gospel only i kid you not i probably lost it for about a week or maybe less because because yo it was really difficult bro like oh because not listening to steve lacy for a week, bro. No way. Not listening to Reverend Lele. No name. Sabas, Mino. All of these people that I really, really loved. I just couldn't come to terms with letting them go. And I relapsed. You know, so I put that um, under the rug for a bit. You know, because I started tr- like trying to rationalize the the music. Like, ah, it's just music. You know, it's not that deep. doesn't affect me. You know, so... Yeah, I put it under the rug and I carried on with life as is. Then after Corona hits, I go back home and at this point I've started, I've I've stopped going to church, right? Okay, before that, like even before Corona had started, I had stopped going to church for some reason. So, um, go back home and I still felt really, really lonely. So I figured that you know what, let me just get into a relationship. When you're in a relationship with someone, the way I viewed it is they have to talk to you. You know, they can't ignore you. So if there's someone there for me to talk to all the time, I won't feel lonely anymore. 
and it kind of alleviated you know the loneliness however once the relationship like ended because the the foundation wasn't you know firm you know when you date for vibes best believe it's not gonna last bro like if you get into a relationship just because you have feelings for someone or like if if the intention is not tangible it's not going to last bro because it takes more than having feelings for each other to make a relationship work it takes more than having things in common it takes more than just getting along you know just because you guys have things in common doesn't mean you're soulmates so it didn't last and the loneliness came back again so then fast forward to end of 2020 you know because that's when like things started opening up towards the end of the year and that's when i was like more open to uh what's this groove you know i started going to groove not really often because i didn't really like it in a sense you know but at the at the same time i did so it was something that i was open to let me say that and um my relationship with alcohol as well was very unhealthy because when i drink i wouldn't like i'd get drunk basically like that was my intention when i'd drink alcohol to get drunk period you know so I used to do weed as well. Weed didn't really have like a touch on me. I did it here and there, but it didn't really like give me anything to really be crazy about because it's like, okay, you get high, but that's that's really it, bro. So it wasn't really worth it for me. So this is my second year, right? And we're still virtually learning and whatever. So then I... I um come across this guy that I knew for quite some time and he he had feelings for me right and he kept on like trying to pursue me to a point where I just gave in I was like you know what let me give this gent a chance and the thing is this is like the same reason like the reason why i got into a relationship like with the previous one is the same reason i'm getting into it again this time and it's like so much hate bro like (laughs) but anyway um i get into that relationship and i'd like to think of this relationship as like my canon event it was definitely (laughs) it was definitely my canon event and you understand why in a few so um me and this gent you know it's just vibes we in this relationship whatever but along the line you know this urge is still there you know like i said the urge to get to get closer to god was always there but for some reason when i was in a relationship it became a lot more stronger because i think it's that kind of thing where like when you're alone like as an individual your thoughts and the things that you want they're not really like as loud but once you're in a relationship with someone they become exposed because you start asking yourself like if this is the person that i'm with do we have you know these things in common are we sharing the same sentiments and you know when it comes to spirituality even though i wasn't really um knowledgeable about a lot about it i knew that it was 
an important aspect and if you guys are not like um in one accord when it comes to that then you know there's an issue so then i started expecting him to be on the same bandwagon as i am to jump on the bandwagon and yeah it was it was unfair if i can say that because your relationship with god and your pursuit to find him is a personal thing you know no one forced me or no one pushed me to get to the place that i was at so it's not fair for me to expect someone else to be on the same page as i am you know just because i have this urge doesn't mean that you should have it as well i decided to you know actually do something about it like this urge that i had so i downloaded this uh bible app the U version app almost everyone has it and the nice thing about it is that they give you a verse a day and then you know they have someone explaining what it means so at least like i was getting something you know it wasn't like a lot because with those daily bible verse you know things it's not something that can make a huge impact on your spirituality maybe it can just you know do something but it's not that huge and the reason why i say that is because i wasn't producing the fruits as well you know like as opposed to actually giving yourself time to study scripture like a verse a day and you know listening to the person talk for about two minutes and then that's it like that's not gonna make any huge difference so that's what i was doing but at the time you know that's what was working for me you know so then um i decided to ask god really like if this is the guy for me could you make it known like can you make me know that so that i know that i'm not pushing for this relationship or rooting for this relationship blindly and it's crazy how you can make this prayer but in your mind you've already decided what you want god to say (laughs) because you have so much like strong feelings for this person and obviously you don't want to let them go because like once an emotional attachment gets formed it's over bro and that's why like getting into a relationship with someone that's not on the same page as you spiritually can be very detrimental because you're gonna find out later on along the way that yazin like you you can't you can't do this like you can't function you know because overall like if god is not involved in it bro then it's yeah it's 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 not gonna work out at least the way i i viewed it so then i decided to write down um the prayer on a piece of paper well it was a sticky note and um i put it like in a container because the previous day i had seen this thing on instagram where the person made like a prayer box where they'd write down their prayers put them in a box and wait for god to answer them you know so that's what i did we had to like meet up right and two days before we were supposed to meet up on that morning i had like these crazy palpitations bro like i'm not even gonna lie like oh like i knew what exactly i had to do i knew that i'm not supposed to be with this guy but because there's this you know resilience because of the feelings that i have for him i just want the truth to not be what it is you know but 
it was unbearable like the conviction was unbearable and i i appreciate the holy spirit so much because in that moment even though i couldn't identify that it was him looking back it was him you know and he could see that i had this desire to get closer to him but because there's this one thing you know there's this distraction that's holding me back i'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that you get it out the way so the conviction was heavy it was unbearable so i told the guy i was like you know what um just don't bother showing up (laughs) in two days don't worry you know it's over you go your way i go my way fine then i okay obviously i was heartbroken and in that moment i was down and out you know like i said it's a canon event so at this point i literally had no distractions i had no reason to not pursue him you know so the way i had started or my attitude towards it was like experimental because i didn't know where it was gonna lead so i told myself that okay let, let me just give in to this urge that I've had for the last two years and let me try it out like fully. Let me not just be a Christian that reads the the Bible verses every day, you know, like let me let me actually get into this fully and see where I end up. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. Fine. I start getting into my Bible. You know, I managed to get a Bible that is in a version that I understand. And I'm studying it basically how you study your schoolwork. You know how you like read your textbook, you highlight, you make notes. Yes, that's the same energy that I was giving into studying the Bible. And even though I couldn't understand fully what i i was reading i had the determination to learn you know so even though i had a lack of knowledge i was rich in desperation and i'm very grateful that god saw my heart in that season i was in of seeking him and really trying to find him because the more i started spending time with him the revelations just started flowing like crazy because i hadn't been sensitive to the holy spirit holy spirit's voice at the time you know because it's something that you have to train but the more i became sensitive to his voice i started hearing him more and more clearly through his word and he started giving me all of these revelations about life in general about morality about you know music that i listen to the things that i consume you know the importance of the things that you let into your your body you know not just on a on a on a physical level like food or whatever but also on a spiritual level you know um and he started convicting me about the way i dress the way i uh drink you know because i would drink to get drunk and drunkenness is a is a sin um the way i i'd speak you know like cussing and all of that you know like i started changing all of that and at this point my mind is like yo it's blown bro cuz i was like this information has been accessible to me my whole life and only now 
I'm starting to understand it fully, like only now. And the revelations just kept on coming. They kept on coming, bro. And I was hooked. Like I was so overwhelmed by what I was learning and the things that God had been bringing light to me to a point where I couldn't really keep it to myself. And that's where I started sharing um, the gospel on social media ushering into sharing the gospel openly was not easy because i had never done anything like it before so i was afraid of appearing like a jesus freak because back then well two years ago if i can say like being christian and christianity wasn't something because now it's almost like an aesthetic like people are making it cute it's, you know, it's a lot more doable, if I can say that. And it's it's not something you can be embarrassed about, you know. But, like, back then, there weren't much people around me that were pursuing it openly, you know. So that's what made it even more difficult. And I started question, questioning, like, is this really the right thing, you know. But, um the conviction again it was really heavy so i knew that i had to do this thing and it came down to obedience you know like am i going to please people or am i going to please god so then i started making videos about 15 minute videos um on tiktok not tiktok instagram i mean that's where i started and when i posted the first video a couple of people interacted with it and I, to my surprise i was like oh okay so i'm not really the only person that is actually you know into these things and thinks about these things so that sort of gave me like the motivation to keep on going and i kept on going and kept on going and then eventually i moved on to tiktok and i started posting there as well and basically yeah that's how my journey really started as being a christian content creator and that gave me a motivation it was a it was a source of my motivation to like keep on going because i saw that oh like there are people out there that genuinely want to hear about the gospel of god and i took it upon myself to have that responsibility you know to be that person that people can hear the gospel from in a way that they can relate to because when it comes to like spirituality god christianity it's more reserved or it was more reserved for people that are like older you know how people say um yeah i'll just get right with god when i'm older right now i just want to enjoy my youth you know live it up and all of that you know but People that genuinely want to pursue God at a young age are part of the minority, you know, at the time, you know, at the time, let me say that. So then I'm going about my life growing in Christ. Everything is nice. You know, I'm, I'm genuinely just finding my place within God. And he's literally like the thing that really satisfies me and fulfills me and i'm just happy right now i'm elated i'm living my best life and then guess who decides to show up guess who decides to come back into my life 
my most recent ex right basically he's like he wants me back blah 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 and from that point on i was like <laughs> i know exactly what this is you think you can fool me like you know when you start leveling up spiritually the devil is obviously not happy you know so he wants you to go back to your old ways so that you don't keep on progressing because if you keep on progressing you become a threat you know so it was the devil's tactic to get me back to where i was and i could identify it immediately i was like i know what this looks like i'm not gonna fold i'm not gonna give in and i told him that i'm not interested he ended up moving on for good fine that was about like in i don't remember but it was later on in that year then um in about september towards the end of the year right i decided to fast for about three days on my third day right i decided to finish the fast well close off the fast rather with a young bible study and prayer so while i'm praying hey 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 there's this overwhelming feeling inside of me that just comes over me and i get up from my knees i'm on my feet now and i i start praying in tongues and for someone who had never ever prayed in tongues i was in awe i was literally in awe to a point where i cried tears like actual tears because i couldn't believe it bro i just felt like the holy spirit had been speaking through me quite literally in that moment and i had just had a supernatural encounter so from then i started understanding that oh okay tongues is something that's also accessible to me because at first i thought that it was like for particular people only but really it's for everyone you know and that's what god showed me and i started doing it more and more and more and i just yeah i just i'm just really grateful that god gave me that gift so then beginning of 2022 like i started feeling really really lonely because the friends that i had we had just like grown apart because of you know um the change that i was going through we were no longer really sharing the um interests that we previously had so yeah it, it just started feeling really lonely and i was sad about that you know and i started questioning myself like am i really doing the right thing like if this is going to lead me into not really having you know friends friends that i've known for a really long time by the way you know it's really hard to see yourself growing away from the people that you really really love and that you've been close to for a really long time you know but then um i prayed to god to you know for him to give me friends that would be on the same um pursuit as me in terms of spirituality you know that i can grow with and all of that because sometimes it's really just a matter of asking hey because if you don't ask like you won't you won't receive you know like he says asking you will receive so sometimes you need to like question whether you're in a season of isolation or you're just isolating yourself so yeah i prayed to god and early 2022 this guy 
Trillion, by the way. Um, you can check him out on TikTok, Instagram. He's an artist, right? So he hits me up and he's like, yo, can we have a call? If a guy asks for your number, it's quite sus, you know? It's like, why? <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let me just hear him out. Maybe he has something to say that I'm, you know, really going to appreciate. And that's exactly what happened. Like, as soon as we got into the call, like, yo, we just clicked immediately. And I could just tell that, okay, this guy is going to be a friend of mine for a really long time. And the reason why I, I feel like we clicked is because of, you know, the spiritual like-mindedness you know he's firm foundation in christ and all of that because he was like bringing light to things that i hadn't even perceived yet in scripture and about god and he was just teaching me so much and i appreciated that you know um and he ended up introducing me to the rema group so the rema group is basically just a group of young people that share uh their revelations or messages from god you know so that's that's what rima means really a revealed message so we meet up to this day we meet up um every weekday to just share the revelations that god gives us through dreams through sometimes visions or maybe something he's implanted in your heart something that you heard from someone something that you learned through you know something a situation or you know so through that it just really grew me as well you know it grew my faith so i was really appreciated appreciative of that and i was really happy because i was like oh okay there are actually people that are on the same like they 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 in the same age group as I am and they are just as passionate and just as obsessed about God as I am and that really brought me a lot of comfort it also gave me like the 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 gift of interpreting dreams like oh bro 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 you see when it comes to dreams man that's the cheat code that's literally the cheat code if you want to know exactly what god is saying to you what he's saying about you what he thinks about you what you should change what you should let go of what you should start doing the future the present the part like god literally reveals a lot about your life in your dreams and that's why i recommend for every believer to get into the gift of interpreting dreams again it's no different from any other gift if you want it just ask and you will receive you know so i'm just really grateful because i i feel like if i didn't get into the rimmer group and i didn't have a community i probably wouldn't have acquired this gift another gift that i had was evangelism Ooh, child yo this one was very challenging because <laughs> okay god had told me like in about early march god really uh early march 2022 god told me that i should start preaching the gospel publicly because it was only like on instagram and tiktok you know like on social media like to some degree it became comfortable like all you're doing is just opening up your camera and you're talking that's it you know 
but god had impressed it on my heart to actually go out there to actual people and interact with them face to face with the gospel so he told me to go to this butchery that's at the shopping center near my house i'm sure i've mentioned this on my tiktok but yeah he told me to go there and ask the manager there if i could use like the speaker so that i can start preaching the the microphone i mean to start preaching the gospel um there it wasn't easy to even like come to terms with that because it's like nah bro like i'm not trying to do that like why (laughs) why should i you know go out and like speak about jesus in public you know so i had been grieving it for a couple of weeks until the conviction once again it became unbearable and i just went there built up the courage through the holy spirit and i asked the manager he was like okay so first day i go there hey i start preaching it was not it was your I did not like it at all, you know, because all of these people were looking at me and it was really, really uncomfortable. Second day, same story. But what made it worse is that there were a lot more people than the previous day. And it was really uncomfortable. Like, I did not like it. After that, I was like, nah, bro, like, I'm stopping. There's no way I'm going to carry on doing this. And I probably carried on like that for about a year. It was an up and down kind of thing because I would go back, I'd do it for a couple of days and then I'd leave it again because I was so uncomfortable. Then I'd, you know, go back, do it again, go back, do it again. You know, it was an ongoing thing for a whole year. And I think what I learned through it is that like, it's not about me because the reason why I wasn't really executing is because I was making it all about me, my feelings, how I feel. This is uncomfortable. I don't like it. And you need to understand that with every gift that you have, besides evangelism, whatever it may be, it's not about you. There's a greater purpose to that, you know. So just understand that like God is not trying to embarrass you. He's not trying to make you look like a fool or anything like that. He's genuinely trying to win souls through you and he's trusted you with that you know responsibility so overall don't look at it as a burden but look at it as a privilege and then towards the end of that year god gives me another gift which to this day i feel like is the most intense out of all the gifts that i have and that is the gift of prophecy so this one is yeah it's a lot because god is quite literally telling you people's business like (laughs) he's telling you and revealing to you the most intricate parts of people because this information that god is revealing to me is not anything like small or trivial this is like life-changing major things about people and it was so so intense like having that information and knowing certain things about people but i understood that overall the reason why he's giving me this gift is so that he can reach out to people because they're things that we all deal with that we probably don't even talk about not because we're afraid of speaking about them sometimes we are but sometimes it's like we don't even know how to conceptualize certain things and that's where god comes in and he stretches out his hand through this gift that he's given me 
you know, to bring light to those things. So then it happens for the first time when I was at school. Bro, this is my final year. I'm just trying to get this degree and get out of there, you know. But God was like, no, <laughs> I'm going to start using you. So I'm in the library, minding my own business. And there's this guy that's sitting to this, like to my left side. And God is like, tell him to stop doing or engaging like in the in the substance that he's engaging in. Because if he does it for a long time, he's going to get hooked with no return. And I was like, what? Like, I was going back and forth, you know. But at the same time, I was like, this is probably real. Because why is it so specific? And why is it so firm? You know, so then I build up the courage. I'm like, you know what? The worst thing that can happen is for me to look stupid. <laughs> like, it's okay if I'm wrong. This guy doesn't know me. It's probably the last time he's going to see me. So I have nothing to lose. So I go over to him and I tell him what God told me. And then he's like, he was like, oh, like, like he was shocked. Yeah, basically he was shocked. He was like, how did you know that? Wada, wada, wada. You know, like, that's crazy, you know? The same thing happens, like, a few minutes from there, about 10 minutes after that, God tells me, now, this is the guy that's sitting to my right. He's like, um, tell him to calm down. You know, he doesn't have to stress about anything. I'm like, you know what, okay. And I go over, go over to him and start speaking to him. Hey, what's your name? Oh, God told me to tell you that you should stop stressing out. And then he was like, oh, that's so crazy because I'm about to write a test. And I'm really, you know, stressed out. And I was like, wow, like, that's so crazy. Like, this is an actual thing, bro. And it kept on happening, um, like, about 15 times, if I can say. And it's just been ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. And... It's really like a, a like I said, it's a privilege to even have these gifts, even though they require a lot of, you know, um, will, you know, and because it's it's not easy to have or to carry around this information, you know, but through the strength that God gives you, amen, you can do it. So at this point, I'm still not going to church, but now the reason is because I am no longer Seventh-day Adventist. Like, I no longer identify as that. And I've become non-denominational. I no longer believed in denominations because the way I saw it, like, the more I started seeking out God for myself and the more I started understanding him and who Jesus Christ is, I just realized that, like, denominations have caused a lot more division amongst the body of christ than they have unity because everyone that's in a denomination are just convinced that the way they pursue christ and like their doctrine in that specific denomination is like the right and only way and if that works for you if that's what god is calling you to then that's okay you know i'm in no position to tell you what you're doing is wrong because you know that's you but for me personally, denominations were just not doing it for me. And that's why to this day, I am non-denominational. But then I carried on going to a Seventh-day Adventist church, even though I was not Adventist anymore. But then I realized that 
like there's more to God than what I'm seeing or what I'm receiving at this church, you know? So then I started seeking a new church and I prayed to God. I was like, like, if it is in your will, can I please find a new church? And he answered the prayers. And, you know, when, when God answers your prayers, bro, he makes sure and he does it in abundance because this new church that I've been going to, it's called Redemption Church in Greenstone. It literally just gave me what I had been desiring for so long. Like it's given me the extension of God that I was looking for. And I'm very, very grateful that God gave me this church. What I really love about this church is that they practicalize being a Christian. You know, they don't just only preach about the word of God in scripture, but they actually show you practical ways on how to apply it in your everyday life. And that's why they'll provide, you know, different courses like on marriage, on finances, on how to build your um spiritual gifts you know like they not only focused on your sunday life but on your everyday life you know so that's really really cool and even the doctrine that they preach is sound you know there hasn't really been any loopholes that i've seen like they genuinely just preaching from the spirit of god so yeah um that's the place that i'm at right now it's been two years just taking god seriously and yeah it's it it feels like longer because of the many many things that have happened but i'm just really grateful that god shined his light on me and i was able to you know have so many revelations and ultimately just change my life and the whole trajectory of it so if you listened to this far i'm just really grateful for you supporting me and if you enjoyed the episode you can give it a rating or give it a thumbs up and you know tell me in the comments maybe like what you would like me to touch on different topics that you'd like me to touch on but overall today i just hope that you could get you know more sense of who i am and where i really came from so like i did in the previous episode i have this thing called a light playlist where i basically just share a minimum of three songs that i think you guys might like that i've been you know listening to as of recently so hope you enjoy it this first one is called crosswalk by scooty wop <laughs> Sleep. I ain't got sleep, I ain't got rest, I, ain't got rest. I, serve God. I serve God, boy don't test me Cross on my chest, cross on my chest, cross on my chest, cross on my chest, cross on my back, cross on my back, walking at the flesh Pick up your cross and walk, pick up your cross and walk, pick up your cross and walk Next up we have Sunday and I'm just gonna recommend the whole album to be honest because it's really amazing, it's called By the Water I am in awe You are in everything I see Let your spirit rest all over me Jesus, I have stayed at your feet I am in awe And then lastly, we have Get the News by Alex Jean I'm a king, I don't care about opinion I'm a keep serving God till I'm finished I'm a dub, I'm not a scrub Keep my God, run it up I'm a citizen way up above 
There's a difference between you and us. I know how to fight. Told the devil, he not finna bite. Finna win, finna move like a light. Know what I need, I'm looking for life. Hey, not gonna lose, ain't nothing to prove, I'm doing it right. I got power, I'm not finna lose. See how I put up a fight. Okay, guys, we've reached the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless. Dancing like David. So I just hit the gritty. Good seed.